Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The ability for us to reconnect today. You know, that's, that's amazing work, man. 150, 160, 180 years ago, so much trauma and in, in, in despair and now all this joy and happiness. And we're going through the emotions because that's in us to see what they went through. But now the connection that you and I have is something that's amazing. And now the universe, like I said, has brought us together for a reason. For a reason. Yeah, yeah, check it out. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge. Uh, yeah. Everybody tuning in, you invited, you invited. No matter what mood you in, get excited, get excited. Everybody love the music, let me tell you how they do it. Whether writer or an agent, let me tell you how they made it. You are now talking to a silent giant. Wanna walk in their shoes, silent giants. Wanna study they move, silent giants. Wanna know what they do, silent giants. Silent giants, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Silent Giants, brought to you by Ancestry. Silent Giants is a podcast that highlights the superstars behind the scenes of popular culture. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge. On this podcast, I've interviewed so many amazing people, and I love capturing their stories and the history of their lives. But recently, I realized that my own family stories weren't being documented. When the thought came to me, it felt like I had a responsibility to interview them while they were still here with me, so future generations could know who they were their character, their laugh, their achievements, and their joy. I've interviewed my mother, my grandfather, my aunt, and so many others. And I'm so grateful to have these memories for me and my close family. But eventually, oral history hit a wall. I thought that was all I could preserve until the New York Times branded content studio, T-Brand, reached out to me about a potential partnership with Ancestry. I was excited for the opportunity. But I was unaware of the emotional journey that I had just signed up for. This week's episode is a little different from our traditional episodes. Our special guests on today's episode are closer to me than anyone I've ever interviewed. These talent giants are my own family and ancestors. A few years ago, my aunt Shirley passed away. When I got the news that she passed, I was with a friend who asked me, what was she like? And I instantly started to imitate her. At that moment, it hit me. Why hadn't I interviewed her? I interview so many people and document the history of their lives, but not the history of my own family. That led me on a journey of interviewing my own family and recording our oral history in our own words. I feel like I am a winner in my life because I stood ground so that my children could do better and my grandchildren could do better. I didn't, I didn't don't ever take what people say. They want to bring you down. Not so many naysayers. You have more naysayers. Everybody love a winner. While you down, 
they want to bring you further down. But you got to believe in yourself. At a certain point, though, I hit a roadblock in our family tree. It seemed that my family story would end with my great-grandparents. Through Ancestry, I was able to put together some of the missing pieces in our family history. I was able to go back all the way to 1852, and they showed me the name of my fourth grandmother. Yes, my great-great-great-great-grandmother. Her name is Amy Hilliard. As a Black American whose descendants battled through slavery, I, like many other Black Americans, never thought that I would be able to put a name to one of my relatives who endured slavery. This is one of the greatest and most emotional days of my life. As I began to process all of this and continued my research on ancestry, I landed on someone named Travis Hilliard, who was a potential relative match. It ended up being that Travis and I share the same fourth grandmother, Amy Hilliard. Today, what you're going to hear is my first phone call with Travis Hilliard. Though we have never met, the love and connection that we both have is undeniable. So, without further ado, allow me to introduce you to my friend, my fourth cousin, the silent giant of my life, Travis Hilliard. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yo, is this Travis Hilliard? Yes, it is. I, uh... Found you on Ancestry today. Hey, Corey, how you doing, man? Dude, I'm, I'm great, man. How are you? I can't complain. Doing all right. Man, um, first, we got a lot of catching up to do, dog. Yeah, so you, did you send me a message on Ancestry earlier? I did, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I seen it. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to reply. I was a little busy, but I'm glad you called, man. No, man, it's, it's great speaking with you. Uh, today's been a really heavy day. Really? Yeah, man. I, you know, I didn't know too much about my family history for real. Uh-huh. It's up to my, probably my grandparents. Well, well not my, probably my great-great-grandparents. Uh-huh. And then um, it all got kind of fuzzy, but it led me down to a windy road today through Ancestry. And so led me to you, man. I, I guess I should have brought this up earlier. How this all came about was um, I had a family member pass and... I realized that uh, I'm, I'm a podcaster. That's my that's my job. Okay. So I interview for a living. Nice. And uh, I realized when my aunt passed that someone would ask me what was she like, and I was acting her out. I couldn't even. I I interview people for a living, but I wasn't interviewing my family. Right. And right. like, you know, I could have easily just took my phone and pressed record, and 
you know, learn about her life and learn about her family. And that led me on a journey. And I want to know if it would be cool if, if I could get a chance to interview you. I'd love to do it, man. I've done uh, some extensive research on our family, so I'd love to share whatever knowledge that I have with you. First of all, um, you're in Arlington, right? Correct. That's one of my favorite spots in Virginia. My family is in Richmond, but okay. Arlington's super dope, man. Where are you at? You in North Arlington, South Arlington? The south side of Arlington, man. You know. So that's, that, that's like Wakefield High School area? That's that's where I went to school at. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, I looked at your face and, and, it's, and it looks so familiar. You actually look like another cousin of ours. I'm like, wow, that the resemblance is uncanny, man. It's high cheekbone. It's like the nose. It's like, wow, that is really familiar. I had no idea I didn't be meeting you today. That's just, cool. I'm just still kind of like soaking everything in. It's been a very, um, been a very emotional day. Absolutely. You know? And listen, I know, Corey, I, I, I struggle with that emotion myself. When I found our fourth great-grandmother um, in the slave document that, that had her listed and her son, who was our third great-grandfather, it was very emotional. You know, I'll tell you a funny story how I came across that. Um, my office manager um, that I had at the time, I was in my office one day and I was telling her I was doing my family genealogy. And she was like, well, where are you guys from? And I told her, well, Warren County, North Carolina. She was like, no way, that's where my family's from. And, you know, we, we got to talking some more. She was like, well, Hilliard, I have Hilliards in my family. Fast forward about a week later, she pops in my office with this, this glow and she's like, I have something for you. And I was like, well, what is it? She said, open your email. And her descendant where her great-great-great-grandfather was a slave owner of our fourth great-grandmother. And she comes in with his last will and testament. And there is their names, and beside their names is a dollar amount. And it was moving to have that document because most of, most Black people can't go back that far. But it hurt. It hurt. And here's this woman that's very gleeful about finding it, not very appreciative. But I'm like, you don't know the range of emotion that's going through me right now. And I try not to get choked up about it now. You know, I try, you know, but it's hard. It's hard, man, to to see what to actually something tangible what these people have been through. You know, she's listed behind the livestock and the cattle and the and the backhoes and the seeds. It's tough, man. That's tough. And then for her offspring to go in hundreds of different ways, and on this day, me and you connect from two people. That's pretty awesome, man. And like two, awesome. two free people. Yeah. You know, like when we started doing this. Like I, I told uh, one thing that was really important to me was that we. I'm sorry. Give me a second. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying. I'm trying to hold it together myself, man. When we uh, first started doing this, one thing that was really important was that I wanted to not do like, not highlight a lot of the trauma, right? But really show showcase the joy, right? Like, 
you know, there's so much content around, you know, and we see so many things, whether it's, you know, Roots or, you know, you know, right. podcasts or whatever, you know, we just see so much, uh, what's happening on the news today, Absolutely. you know, not even what happened hundreds, hundreds of years ago, just what's happening today. We see so much trauma. And I really wanted to show that my family has a lot of joy. And one thing that really, Travis, has got to me, man, was just like, those, mar- those marriage documents, like, that's like the best day of their life. Absolutely. That was actually a party. Like, that day was a party. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were enslaved. You know, they weren't given the, a fair chance to compete, a fair chance to be, you know, um, everything that this country says that they're going to do. You know, they were never even given that that opportunity. But on that day, like, they weren't enslaved. They weren't slaves. They weren't, you know, impoverished. They were happy. On that right. day, that was just, you know, it was just a, a window into just a party. That, it, was like a, it was like a party invitation. Right. And, you know, and it, it just highlights the joy that was there and that they weren't slaves. You know what I mean? They were happy people. Yeah, and then uh, I got to learn about, you played with Gilbert? Uh-huh. And like, I think when we we went through the records and they were like, you know, he was one of the first, to, probably one of the first to be able to read. Yeah, if you look at the census, it, he was one of the first in our family to be literate, man. Things that you and I take for granted today or the, the things that we're able to enjoy you know, that was a big deal to them. And that we can't forget, as descendants of these people, the atrocity that they went through. But I think it's up to you and I and, and, and other descendants of Amy and her children, Thomas, to look at where we come from, like what these people went through just to, like you said, to marry. You know, we they have... They went through so much. The small things matter to them, you know, to, to marry and to have children and to be put against all these odds and still have the fortitude to press on and to, and, and to have children and, and become business owners and, and just, hell, just live. You know, can yeah. you imagine being enslaved? I mean, living is a task. You know, but that's where we come from. We come, you and I come from a lady, Amy Hilliard, who has been through the worst of the world. And that shows you and I that we can handle anything. That we come from people who maybe are knocked down, maybe pushed down, oppressed, and we can get up and do anything. Like, and to have some level of success at what we're doing is amazing. And we're, you know, we're, we are their wildest dreams, man. And even though our family has dispersed throughout the globe, here you and I come back to each other. You know, the universe always has a way of correcting itself, man. And you and I are here together today for a reason. And I'm happy. Like, this is this is joyful, man. Like, I do our family reunion on, on our side, on the Hillier side. 2017, we had over 700 people in attendance. Like, you, you look at people and you're like, wow, 
he looks like me or he looks like my uncle or he, she looks like my aunt. Like, it's just an amazing thing, man. And um, I'm glad you reached out, man. And I'm glad that you and I are connected and we need to keep this going to find other family members because there's others out there that we haven't connected with yet. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I appreciate you, you know, talking about you were doing a podcast to put, you know, to to shed some light on the, on the good things. And you, the Hillier side of the family, definitely a lively bunch. We do this thing. If I'm not mistaken, there were so many documents that I saw today. I hope I'm getting this one right. I believe it was Amy's, uh, maybe it was her wedding or someone got married on, um, the, the wedding certificate was on the 24th, uh-huh. December. Correct. And uh, yeah. like the wedding took place on the 26th. Correct. And, um, you know, that day, but that day really means that, you know, that really hits hard because that's a day that um, we celebrate every Christmas Eve together as a family. Mm-hmm. We have this tradition where we all get together. We have a big party and uh, everyone in the family comes together or extended family. And we get together and we hold hands and, you know, we play the OJ's family reunion and wow. we all sing and we all say what we're grateful for that year, you know, and what we're looking forward to the upcoming year. And then when we're done, it's it's 1201. But it's crazy that, like, we were celebrating, you know, something way deeper. You know, we thought it was just Christmas. And not even know it. Not even know it. Not even know it, you know. We're, we, we, we were having a party for our ancestors. And it's so funny you say that because our family does the exact same thing. Every Christmas Eve, we gather at my mother's house or years ago at one of my great aunt's house. And we would all sing and eat and dance and, you know, just sharing together. And, you know, that tradition, once we did that here locally in Arlington, we would go down to Clarksville to reconnect with other family members. And, you know, you never, it was something that was just kind of like coded in us. Like that, that, you know, most families would spend Christmas Day together, but Christmas Eve was kind of our buildup. It was our thing to do, you know, cooking and eating and playing music. My grandfather would play the guitar and we would just, you know, run around and open gifts. And it was just a joyful time. And, you know, we still do it to a certain degree. Unfortunately, a lot of our elders have passed, but that's funny that you and I are hundreds of miles away and our families are mirroring, mirroring each other. We're doing the exact same thing. You know, Corey, I actually held that document. I went to Warren County to the courthouse and Thomas Hilliard and Betty Bullock, who are you and I third great grandparents, I held that document. And part of me was like, slip it in your brief, son, and walk out the door. But that would have been cool. But it, it, it was so powerful to do that, that know that they, they put their X on that document. Because they couldn't read, they couldn't write. They just went off with somebody, told them, and they made a mark. But they touched that. And I had an opportunity to touch that. And that energy is amazing. That energy is amazing. I don't know if they share it with you, but I actually know where Betty and Thomas are buried at. No. No way. Where? They're in Clarksville, Virginia, at an old cemetery that they helped start the church. The church was started in 1889. When Thomas, when Thomas left North Carolina, he came to Clarksville, Virginia, following the tobacco trade. And once he got to the tobacco, you know, started sharecropping, 
He gathered with other blacks in the in the neighborhood, and they they started a church. They started a Masonic lodge there. They um you know a school, you know, and, and we were we as Hilliards were woven into the fabric of that community, even though we weren't from there. But a lot of people from Warren migrated there because that was the epicenter of the tobacco trade. It was right on the river. You know, the ships would come in and load up and take out. Man. And the, and the fact that, you you know, one thing that that really um, that uh, felt good to connect with you, too, is when I saw that you lived in Arlington. And so, like, my my relationship with Arlington was that my old bandmate was from there. Okay. And so, I spent a lot of, I spent summers there. Like, right, you know where uh, Stewart Elementary is? Yes. So, he, I would literally spend, like, summers right across the street from Stewart Elementary in, like, Yorktown High School area. I used to live down the street from Yorktown. That's why, that's an area that I grew up in. Yeah, the, the one of the first things I said was like, "Wow, man, I'm glad he's doing well. Like, that's a great area, <laughs> you know. Like, is, that's a really, is. really good area, um, and that really made me just feel good, you know. And also, man, it just feels good to see, you know, us doing well. I I leave and I always come back because there's no place like this area here. You know, my grandfather came here in the '60s from Clarksville, and you know, at the time, it was very different. And I was fortunate to be a product product of him leaving Clarksville and having, you know, the foresight to want better for his family. And it's been it's been it's been an amazing journey, man. And I think, you know, and I I looked you up and I'm like, wow, you know, we do a lot of the same things because, you know, I dabble in concerts and um, a little TV stuff here and there and. You know, so it's it's amazing to see that, you know, we kind of are in line with that um, genre of stuff. And we come from a very musical family, you know, and we come from, you know, people who are very much into the arts, drawing and poetry and guitar and drum and, you know, just all types of art. And for now, for us to take that from a hobby and make a living from it, is a, is an awesome thing, and I applaud you, man. You come from good people, and I applaud what what you're doing, and that that gives our next generation a platform to look back and say, "Look at my cousin Corey. I can take what he he did, and I can expand that." And that's amazing, man. I don't let slavery define us. It's a part of us, and it's the DNA that we have was able to live through that, come out on the other side so that you and I could flourish in life. So, you know, now the quest is to find more people. Who else is out there doing something? You know, how can we connect? And and like you said, so 100 years from now, somebody's talking about what Corey did, the platform that Corey created, not just for himself, but for his family and his ancestors and for the world. That's amazing. Somebody's going to read about you like you read about Gilbert. And we go back and say, well, Gilbert, can he was the first one in our family, both of ours, to read and write. Yeah. And now we're saying, well, Corey did amazing things with, with video and audio and, and, and producing. You know, that, that's, that's what drives me in life. That's why my failures never define me, because I've always wanted to obtain a, a level of success, success that my children can be proud of and take going forward. Because Corey took what Gilbert did 
and learned to read and write and started writing and started producing and come up with this idea for the, for this situation and now look at it. It's amazing, Corey. I'm I'm forever indebted to you for for bringing this platform about in 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 and having us connect. Like this is more than just the cameras, man, and you know the the segmentation and the and the lights and all this. This this is me. At the end of the day, I'm talking to you, me and you. We are blood, and I love you, brother. From the moment I put eyes on you, I knew we were kinfolk. I love you too, and, Travis. And I'm proud of you, man. You would what you've done and what you're gonna do. The world is gonna be in awe, and I believe it because I know where you come from. Man, I'm I'm just so grateful. This this day has just, you know, completely changed my life. And and I was I was talking to uh, you know, everybody before, like a couple couple days or weeks ago, when we were planning everything, and I told him, I was like, yo, like, I I just know that we come from a my, my people come from a plantation. And a plantation is an over-glorified word for yard. Yeah. You know, and we lived on a yard. Yeah. You take us a quarter mile off the yard and we're lost. And yeah, never seen it before. And you know, I'm living out here in Venice. Like I'm talking about one reason why I wanted to move to the ocean. I live I literally live like half a block from the from nice. the sand. Nice. And it was because the ocean has no acres. Talk, brother. Oh man. There's no limits. Period. You can't. Be getting off the yard. You know what I mean? Like, there's no limits on the ocean. Like, there's no limit. You know, I remember telling them, like, that's why I wanted to move here and move on the ocean. Because um, we're free. Yep. There's no, there's no boundaries there, man. I've been to the plantation, Corey. I went with one of my uncles, and I got out the car, and you could just feel the pain and maybe that's something embedded in me, and maybe it's in my psyche, or maybe it's in my imagination, but it was real to me, and it was tangible, and it, it just felt sad, but it felt, you know, it, it, it. I look at that, and I'm like, look at me now. You know, I'm free to do whatever I want. I'm your wildest dream. I'm free to do and become whatever I so choose, and you too, and it's amazing that you that you think that philosophical because I'm that deep as well. You know, people are like, well, why did you do this? And I'm like, you're not cerebral enough, bro, to even understand why I did it. Yeah. You know? So that's amazing. Like, our connections, man, are just just all over the place. And that's amazing. Yo, one thing I wanted to say is that not only do I want to go with you and speaking about, speaking about freedom, not only do I want to come back, do the reunion, you know, travel, which you see some of like the, the family, you know, landmarks. But one thing I really want to do, I want to travel. Like, I want to take this experience and let's go somewhere. I'm, man, I'm 100% in. I'm always all over the place anyway. I'm in Texas, Wyoming, Montana. You know, everywhere. So I'm, man, I'm game. I'm game. When you, when it's, when we're able to reconnect like this, Corey, we, we, we got to take it. And yeah, we're doing, we're going through the emotions right now because it's raw. 
But then, the, then it's the relationship building part. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's yeah. where that comes in, man. I, you know, I, I just think I harbor back to, and I don't want to dwell on it, but it, it is, it's, it's really something that I believe. You know, evil tore us apart in 1852. It ripped our family up to pieces. Amy and her kids went many different ways, and it's something very poetic about the ability the ability for us to reconnect today you know that's that's amazing work man 150 160 180 years ago so much trauma and 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 despair and now all this joy and happiness and we're going through the emotions because that's in us to see what they went through but now the connection that you and I have it's something that's amazing. And now the universe, like I said, has brought us together for a reason. You know, we do similar work. We we enjoy similar things. And like you said, man, now it's time to take the show on the road. Let's do what they couldn't do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dog. Like, yo, I was just thinking out of my head, like, we got to do a freedom flex. Period. Like, we got to do a freedom Period. flex. Like, we got to flex these freedoms. Like, what they would want to see... Is us together, us living, and yeah. us and us getting out the yard. Out the yard, boss. That's it. You're on the ocean. You have no boundaries. We're not on the yard any longer. Not on the yard. Like we gotta, we gotta, and, and it was fun. I've never really left the country like that either. Me either. You know what Me I'm saying? But I'm ready. Look, I think we should do something out the country. Like we gotta get out the yard. Yeah. Like, go ahead and preach. Go ahead and preach, man. Don't don't get me started there going down that road. I'm like dead yeah. ass. Like, let's go. Let's go to Europe. Let's go to Italy. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's just get off the whole yard. Yeah. <laughs> like, period. period. Leaving the yard all the way behind. I yeah. love it, man. You know, and I, I want those experiences, man. Cause it, you know, with with experience comes opportunity. You know, and, and the more we expose ourselves to, the more we can expose the next generation to. Absolutely. You know, and, Absolutely. and break that mentality that we can't do something because we're still on the yard. And I love that phrase. We're off the yard. There's endless opportunities for us, man. We just got to go in and do that freedom flex. Got it. We got to do the freedom flex. Got to do it. That's, that's do a whole different that's- flex. Bro, that's a hashtag. That's a follow me at Freedom Flex. That's a whole the sign up in Barbados, Freedom Flex. Like, that's a whole Black Lives Matter Matter 2.0 movement. Yeah, Freedom Flex. Let's, let's create these opportunities and experiences for ourselves. I'm glad you connected with me today, man. I'm glad that, and like, like you said, I want to echo everybody that was involved. I appreciate you making this come to fruition. This is... This is 10, 15 years of research for me building a tree that led to my family seeking out who who his peoples are and us coming together today. And all that happened in the right sequence at the right time and place in the universe. And I'm forever grateful to Ancestry. Corey, brother, I love you. I can't wait to get to know you. 
I can't wait to introduce you to the family. I can't wait for you to come to the reunion and do the electric slide and Unc can dance and he hollering. And it's going to be an amazing time, bro. It's going to be amazing. I love you so much because another thing too, life, before we get out of here, life, I get to interview people who've done crazy cool things. And I get to understand that life, when I, when, we, when I interview them in their life, we're only going to talk about three or four moments. Life is made up of moments, lots of days, but it's the moments you remember. Yep. You remember yep. prom, your 30th birthday, your first child. Yep. yep. Like, when you, when you get towards the end of life, you start thinking about moments. Moments. And moments. today was a moment. Today was something I'll never forget. Me either. I'll never Me forget. Either. And I'm so grateful to have this moment. Because I'm going to hold this with me for the rest of my life. I am too. And and every day of my life. So I'm so grateful. I love you so much, Travis, man. I love you, bro. And we we definitely going to connect. My son's back there. I know this is something that's going to be with him forever, man. And I thank you for, for allowing me to share this with you and share our family history. And there's much more to come, man. Much more to come. Freedom Flex. Freedom Flex. Let's go take this, take this thing on tour, baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> this thing on tour. Coming to a country near you. Coming, right, not a city. We coming to a country <laughs> near you. To everybody. Love you, Travis. Love you too, cuz. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this special episode of Silent Giants, brought to you by Ancestry. This experience of reconnecting with my ancestors and with my relative Travis was a moment in my life I will treasure forever. And I'm forever grateful for all of you for tuning in. I implore all of you to do this yourself. You may never know what you might find out and it could change your life forever. This journey of reconnecting with my past has taught me how important it is to enjoy life in the present, but also it served as a reminder to make it a better place for future generations. My physical journey may have started November 8th of 1987, but how I got here started decades and centuries before from people who made the ultimate sacrifices for me to have a better life today. Our lives have an amazing backstory, but it's up to us to write our new chapter. Through this episode, I hope to show that, yes, it's important to highlight the people behind the scenes that shape our popular culture. But I encourage all of you to go on your own ancestral journey and interview the people who built the path for you to be where you are today. Again, thank you so much to my cousin, Travis Hilliard, for being a part of this journey with me. And I want to send a special thank you to the New York Times T-Brand Studio team and all of my dear friends at Ancestry for helping make all of this possible. Before I get out of here, I want to strongly encourage all of you to go on Ancestry and uncover your family history. My experience changed my life. So go check out Ancestry and get your journey started by using the free trial. And let me leave you with this. Always remember... You never know where you're going unless you know where you've been. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge, signing off, everybody. Till next time.